Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for taking the time today to listen to the podcast. If you haven't liked or shared the podcast, um, you can give it a review. Thanks for everyone who's been giving an review. My wife was reading through the reviews the other day. Um, I think we've only got one very disgruntled person uh, who left a review. The rest have been awesome. So thanks to everyone who's left a review. Um, I want to read to you today from Matthew chapter 14, verse 22. And uh, the Bible says, In straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side, while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up to a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with the waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spoke unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered and said, Lord, if it be you, bid me come unto you on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O you of little faith, or you of brief faith, wherefore did you doubt? And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, Of a truth, you are the Son of God. This this passage is awesome because we kind of see the same message echoed uh, uh, in in this passage. But the reason why, you know, when it comes to faith, the reason why Jesus was was upset with Peter or, or said, why did you doubt? And was disap- maybe disappointed is the word upset. I don't know. What, what, but the reason why he reacted to Peter sinking is because he had given them a word. Jesus is the word made flesh. When it comes to faith, the very first question that you have to be able to answer is, what word do I have from God? What does the word say to me? about my situation. And so that's why you have to, first of all, take the word personally. God's no respecter of persons. You have to know that since you're a Christian, you qualify for what the Bible says. And so the most clear thing about your faith walk has to be, what does the word say about the situation? And so in the very, in the, uh, in verse 22, when he says straightway, Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship. So they just fed the 5,000. They'd just eaten uh, the 5,000 plus women and children. They'd just eaten. And then Jesus right away says, all right, guys, go get in the ship and I'll, I'll meet you at the other side. Go before me and I'll meet you at the other side. And so there wasn't a, hey, go and see, see how it goes. The commandment, the word was, go to the other side. And so that's, that's the word of the Lord. And so even when a, and that's what you have to be, have settled in your heart when you're going to believe for something in faith. What is the word of the Lord concerning my situation? Has the Lord spoken to me and what does he say? If the Lord says, go and do this outreach in this city, then if you run into a situation where they won't give you a permit, if you run into a situation where there's not enough money, when you run into a situation where there's opposition, whatever it is, you know, this is what God commanded me to do. Pastor Rodney, you know, as long as I've been at the, the river at Tampa Bay and at RMI, I've heard Pastor Rodney say, all you need is a word from the Lord. And he talks about Good News New York and how he went to Good News New York and because the Lord spoke to him in a dream about launching the biggest soul winning crusade since the 50s. And that was the word from the Lord. So all the provision, all, all the all the favor, everything that they needed. You know what was crazy about that is he took six weeks and rented the Madison Square Garden, which Madison Square Garden schedule doesn't allow for six weeks of 
of that. But you know what had to happen for them to get Madison Square Garden for six weeks? It was the NBA or the WNBA had to go into a lockout to make it that 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 schedule actually cleared up where it was able to be. You don't just get six weeks window at Madison Square Garden because they've got stuff booked. And so so the, the favor came with the Think about that, that the Lord uh, uh, allowed or put into place a strike in a professional sports league so that he could have a mass crusade, he could have an outreach in New York City. And and the word of the Lord is what carried them. And so you have to ask yourself, what is the word of the Lord saying to me? And that's where Jesus, once you have the word of the Lord, Jesus expects you to stand on that word, hold on to that word, and not be moved off it. And then no matter what comes, you've decided the outcome of this situation situation is going to be that we get to the other side. So it doesn't matter if there's a storm, it doesn't matter if there's a sea monster, it doesn't matter if it doesn't matter if it starts raining asteroids, we are going to the other side. And that's when when the opposition comes, you stand your ground and you say enough is enough and that's what Jesus did. So we see it that, you know, the wind was contrary, blowing against him and and it's it was the same with Jesus when he rose on the boat with them. And then he takes a nap and then they wake him up and say, master, we perish. He said, well, we didn't say we perish. I said, we're going to the other side. So the word of the Lord, that's where you have to be able to, to know clear in your heart and have a clear understanding. What does the word say about my situation? If you're believing for something, what does the word say about your situation? If you're believing for bones to be healed, what is the bone healing or healing scripture that you're standing on that's clear to you? That is the word that says, I'm going to see you through. Not, I'm going to try this healing thing. No, what is the scripture that guarantees you victory? What does God say about your situation? And you have have to have that because if you don't have that, when the winds of adversity come, then you'll say, Master, we perish. And it goes from we're going to go to the other side to we're going to try to I think we're going to die, right? You have to know. And that's why Jesus, because the word had been spoken, Jesus stood up and rebuked the wind and the waves. Why? Because it was contrary to what the word had spoken. So that's when you use your authority. God's given us authority. The Bible says that He's given us His name, and it's a name above every name that at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. In in Acts three, we see the man at the gate, beautiful, who's raised up and is uh, who the cripple man who walks for the first time. He's forty plus years old, walks for the first time, and and what did they say? He said that his name through faith in his name has made this man strong. So when you know that you have the authority, that's the time. Many people maybe have an idea that they have an authority, but they don't know when they're supposed to use it. Yeah, I, I can do this, but maybe I need to be waiting on the Lord. Maybe it's in the Lord's timing. If the Lord says go over and opposition comes, that's when you stand up and say enough's enough. If you're believing the Lord for breakthrough, if you're believing for a car and finances are going in the wrong direction, that's not when you just sit and say, I guess it's not the Lord's timing. Then that's when you say, you stand up and say, this wind, these winds of adversities, this foul attack against my finances in the name of Jesus. And then Lord, is it, where have I missed it? Where's the giving? Do I need to give? Do I need to sow? What's the instruction that you have for me? But you use your authority. You use the authority that Jesus has given unto you. And that's also why Jesus reacted that way to Peter and said, Why did you doubt? Oh, you of brief faith. You of brief faith. Why did you doubt? Because he said, I I gave you a word. So Jesus, Peter was walking on the water, but he was walking on the word. He said, come. Peter, if he would have just jumped out the boat to run to Jesus, I don't believe he would have walked on the water because there was no word for him to walk on. 
So when so God's best for Peter wasn't that he walked and sunk, but it was that he walked and he got to Jesus and they walked back to the boat together. And then Jesus would rebuke the storm. That was God's best. Doubt, taking his eyes off the word, taking his eyes off Jesus, what caused him to think. So you, I want to ask you today, I know almost everybody's going to be believing in the Lord for something. What is the word from God about your situation? And that's why the Bible says in Romans 4, 17, uh, 4, 17 through 21, it says, Abraham grew strong and was empowered by faith, giving praise and glory to God. He said, according to as it was written, so shall thy seed be. There was a word that said, it doesn't matter what my body says. It doesn't matter what my wife's body says. The word of God said, so shall my seed be. And God cannot lie. I'm holding on to the word. So I'm going to bless the Lord. I'm going to Praise the Lord. When you have a word, you can spend your time praising and commanding, praising and commanding, praising and commanding, praising for your victory, praising for the provision, thanking the Lord that it's done. Not, I hope it happens. If you find yourself in faith where you wake up every day, is it going to happen today? I hope this thing happens. What if it doesn't happen? You need to get yourself out of doubt and into faith to look at the word and say, Lord, I'm locking eyes with you. I'm locking eyes with your word. Your word says this and that settles it. I have a word. The word word is we're going to the other side. The word is we're going to the other side. So bless God, it doesn't matter what wind comes. It doesn't matter what attack comes on my body. I'm going to that other side called health. I'm going to that other side called provision. I'm going to that other side called a new car. I'm going to that other side called peace of mind, deliverance. I'm going to that other side. I'm stepping over and I'm going to that other side because I have a word from the Lord. What does the word say about your circumstance today? Do you have the word? Do you have it in your heart? Do you have have it in your hand. It, that's the sword that the Lord gives you. That's the that's what you do battle with. That's when the wind comes. You stand up and say, "No, Jesus said we're going to the other side. These foul winds go in Jesus' name." And you speak to the winds. Do you have a word from the Lord? What is God's word for you? And is it clear to you? The best thing you could do for your faith is get the word of God clear to you. Get that word of God. That's that smooth stone to take out Goliath. What is the word of God for you in your circumstance today? Hallelujah. Don't let the devil turn you away from the word of God. Fix your eyes. Lock gaze with the word. Grab a hold to the word and see it through in Jesus name. Father, I thank you for every person listening. I thank you for your supernatural abundant blessing. I thank you even right now you give them the courage of faith to grab a hold of the word, Lord, to persist, Lord, to stand their ground and say, I'm seeing this thing out. I'm not going to be deterred by the passage of time. I'm holding on to the word. I'm working the word. I'm speaking the word today, and I'm going to see it through in Jesus' name. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for how good you've been to us. Thank you for all your inheritance for us. We bless you and honor you today in Jesus' name. Amen. We love you here from Overflow podcast. We'll see you on the next one.